Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. This is the podcast about the radio show, and you can find this on the radio show's podcast feed or on its own podcast feed. Search either The DA Show or Permission Granted. Subscribe, rate, and review. That's where you can find us. Also, it's housed inside the Odyssey app. You can listen to it there as well or on the website, cbssportsradio.com. Well, the only thing that we can talk about to lead off this PGP is the now iconic first ever perfect score Canadian bacon, the five oinker that Pat Boyle achieved on Monday morning, the first day that Mraz was out on a vacation this week. In less time than it takes Badlands Booker to eat five donuts, the reigning champs glaze down the ice and powdered Shesterkin with another fateful blow. Your player of the night... Take a guess. Just like Steely Dan would say, you go back, Jack, do it again. Wheels turning round and round. Steely Steven Stamkos did it again as he struck twice in one place, stinging the Rangers and stealing the lead right back. Leads Kuchoff on the right side at center, across the blue line right point. In front for Stamkos. Shoot! Saves to Sturkin. Sturkin! Now Shesterkin is saying it was knocked off his glove and in. The Lightning celebrate. We're going to have to see a replay on this. After review, it's confirmed. We have a good goal. Good goal. Stamp goes stampeded through Shesterkin's attempted glove save just 21 seconds later and had Rangers fans stammering as they try to find another excuse for their team's latest mishap. The Rangers tapped out after that point. Even head coach Gerard Gallant, who ran and hid from answering any questions, just like Mraz from this show today. 
He scratched Capo Caco from the game in favor of an injured Ryan Strom, who then had to leave game six early anyway. Here's his manly response after the game. It's your soundbite of the night. What insight can you give us into the some of the lineup changes you made and then Caco? I'm not going to talk about it. Caco, any reason? I'm not going to talk about it, Vince. Not today's not the time right now for me. Reminds me of when I was 13 and my mom asked why the family computer's browser history was full of porn. I'm not going to talk about it, Mom. I'm not going to talk about it. Today's not the time to talk about the family browser history. Andrew Bogish. A.B., what was your reaction? What was your emotions like when you heard the fifth oink? Yeah, mixed emotions because I wasn't sure again if it was a full oink or not. So there was a moment of confusion. I personally... Wasn't going to go to five oinks. I nitpicked my way down to a four, seven, five. And then your reaction began. And we waited and waited as Pete played the part, adding to the drama, not saying anything. And then confirmation of five oinks. And I'm not surprised Boyle got it. I'm not surprised anybody got it. You're the one that's been calling it mythical. It'll never happen. Like, I knew it was out there. Really? And Boyle came as close as anybody. I can't argue against the five. That So to me, that means it's a five. Like, I can't, I would never put my foot down and say that wasn't worthy of a five. Sang out of the shoot. No one's done that before. The writing's next level. My biggest issue was dealing with my own personal Ranger feelings, reliving those moments again. But it was special. And I knew it would happen. I probably would have bet on either Boyle or Connor getting to it first, not Sean, and I would have been right. I was shocked. I didn't think the fifth oink was attainable. I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming. I thought that it was going to forever live in the ether. And I would have given this a four and a half or a four seven five. A four and a half only if I'm grading really, really hard. It's more like a four seven five because everything was great. It was crisp. It was funny. It was creative, it had song, it had dance, it had clever writing, it had puns. He didn't stumble, didn't mess up. I mean, it was it was awesome. I, I just, I felt like the fifth oink was just a dimension you just can't achieve. You know, and I, I, I felt that way. I, I would have given it a 475, not only for that reason that I thought the fifth was unattainable as an oink, but also because I think Mraz's flair of the performance is at a higher level than Pat's. Pat's is more understated. So if you could give me Pat's delivery, writing, et cetera, but then just Mraz's showmanship, that's where I think the fifth link would go. Pat is absolutely a technician. He didn't make a mistake. Everything was correct. Delivery, every word was clear. No joke was too long. The only confusion I had was my confusion, not knowing enough about Steely Dan to see how that joke fit into the thing. But if you're arguing against a five, I think there's validity in saying 48 hours after hearing it for the first time that it does lack a singular moment. There is right. not a one particular all-time joke. The song... To begin the whole thing, the first words out of his mouth in sing-song, historical, but not the best musical performance we've had, nor was Steely Dan another worldly reference. So 
we've joked about this before. It, there's an artistic and a technical score, and the technical score was absolutely a five. But if you value artistry more, I could see why you would have hesitated to get there. But again, if you're fine with four seven five, you can't be pissed at a at a five flat because you're basically in the same neighborhood there. That's fair. It was great, and and it would be hard for me to argue that it wasn't the best Canadian bacon ever. But it does lead to this question, and you've talked about this openly on the air, at least here on the PGP, that you believe some of the grading from Pete the Body is a needle towards Mraz. Yeah. Did you feel like a part or how much of the five oinks was because it wasn't Mraz? So here's where I'm going to differentiate. I think Pete, truly believe that deserved a five. But while he was hitting that fifth oink, extra enjoyment because he was hitting it for someone other than Sean. Okay. That's not the same thing as the conspiracy theory that Pete gave somebody else a five just to stick it to Sean. He thought the five was warranted, gave it to him with extra glee because he knew Sean was going to be mad. So it's two separate things, kind of from the same starting point, but one is just about, one's one's wrong. You can't give a five that's not warranted just to screw Sean. But if you want to enjoy giving a warranted five because Sean's going to get upset, I'm okay with that. Do you think that exact Canadian bacon gets a five if Mraz delivers it? So, that's a good question because... There is still subjectivity here. Like Connor, you you touched on this during during Monday post the five winks. Connor can be an acquired taste. Connor is not universally funny. You and I get Connor have similar sense of humor, so we think Connor is super funny. I could see why some people don't have the same respect for Connor's performance. Boyle does it his own way. Sean does it his own way. I don't I think naturally and and like honestly Sean doing an exact Boyle impersonation probably would feel less right because we're expecting the lunacy from Sean. Like their fives their peaks are different. Doesn't mean that one is better than the other. They're just different fives. Like, there's not one path to the top of this mountain. Boyle just (laughs) found the right path first. I don't think that Mraz can deliver Boyle's Monday Canadian bacon because there was writing in it that had references I don't think Mraz would ever understand. Right. When he says Shesterkin was, or Vasilevsky was standing on his head like a yoga instructor. Yeah. And then says... Showing off. Showing off. Yoga instructor showing off. And then comes around with and so-and-so put him in the downward dog position. Yeah. I don't think Mraz knows what downward dog is. Not not in a yoga sense, no. <laughs> so <laughs> that joke simply cannot be written by Mraz. Right. And that's, I think, like a, a apex joke for him in this in this yeah. edition of Canadian Bacon. Right. And the... Uh... Shisterk let in Shisterkin's door. There's like a four pronged rhyme is a thing 
that Sean can't do, that probably I can't do, that probably maybe Connor can't do. So again, like the point is, there's not one way to get to a five. Connor's got a way, I've got a way, you've got a way, maybe Pete's got a way, and Sean and Boyle have ways, and Boyle got completed his journey first. If Sean gets a five, if we, you know, before this, the, the finals are over, and if we do winks again next time, it's not going to sound exactly like Boyle's five from Monday. It's going to be Sean's version of a perfect Canadian bacon, and Sean hasn't gotten there yet. Well, during the grading, Merez sent us a diatribe in our G chat, which yeah. is our internal chat monologue that goes, dialogue that goes on during the show. A lot of curse words, a lot of crushing Pete, saying that he's an attention hog, that he's just doing this for attention. He's ruined the whole thing. He's sick of this BS. He's called Pete multiple really bad names. We read through those on Tuesday's show. Honestly, bleep off, Pete. You can do Canadian bacon next week. I'm done. Ding. Mraz then says, piece of bleeping bleep. Two. You're a piece of effing S. Okay? He then says, I've never heard him say that to Pete the body. Then calls out Pete, says, looking for attention on a Monday. Which I don't know what that has anything to do with. Doesn't. That on Monday, suddenly, Pete's looking for attention. Bleep that. Enjoy. Squeal yourself next week. Again, he can't He can't stop. He's just, this yep. is a tirade on G-Chat. In the middle of our show, everybody. Mm -hmm. Again, this is a chat that's usually about, okay, the lower third graphic needs to look like this. Caps like, okay, change the, the, the camera shot. Get the screen going. Leave Guest is Brad coming Stevens up. alone. Leave. <laughs> right, 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 right. Trash coming up here. Adjustment on this topic. It's all types of show stuff. Mraz is just in the middle of a total tirade, cursing off everybody. Three, right? three variations of cursing at, at Pete so far here. Bleep that. Enjoy. Squeal yourself next week. Then calls Pete a D-head. That's number four. Bleep. D-head. You're a D-head. Then says, he did a homer shot at the Rangers' bacon, not even balanced. That alone makes it not a five. What? Where do you think Mraz stands 24 hours later? Do you think he's cooled down? Um, no. It's still, it's still there. If you poked the bear, you'd get a similar reaction. Now, when we get to Monday, will he have been resign to the fate of not the first five and please us with another eruption on Monday. I think that's on the table, but we're within two days of this. I know shockingly the West Babylon slash Bayshore infrastructure has rallied around him. Oh really? Yeah. Um, Foxy has even requested permission to come to the studio and defend Sean to Pete face to face. <laughs> so, I'm sure he's being told. How am I out of the loop on this? You got to be on Twitter, I guess. Okay. Um, I, I think he still is being told that he was wronged. We're still in that period where they're, <laughs> they're doing damage control and propping him up. So I still think you'd get some anger if you found him today, two days later. I found the toddler tantrum to be one of his lowest moments because... It doesn't have to be about Mraz. It doesn't have to be about he was robbed. 
Yeah. He made it about himself. He hijacked it. It was about the performance by Boyle and how impressive that was. It was not about Mraz getting jobbed. And that was a low moment for him. And and the names he called Pete. Yeah. And, you know, the initial Boyle breakdown, when Pat first did this, and Sean was yelling about structures wrong, he didn't do this, that was on Twitter. That was for everybody to see. So do I give him credit for at least making this inside that only we saw it and then told everyone about it. It wasn't a public hissy fit. He at least kept it within the group to oh, begin that's with. that's true. He texted you personally. No, I, I just miss, miss, no, like I, oh, you it, got the G-chat on your It was the G-chat, yeah. So it was popping up on my screen. It gotcha. looks like a text message, but it was still the G-chat. So I didn't get separate ones. Okay. I just, I got those same ones, but they made my phone buzz, buzz, buzz and filled up my entire screen. So he erupted with all of this hate and vitriol towards Pete internally we yeah. didn't read them on the air we just said to like oh Moraz is having a moment and then he went to his friends and told them all about how mad he was um i i don't know if they just knew him so well that when they saw us post that he got five winks and my retweets and history made that they knew that there was going to be some kind of heartbreak in bayshore i mean we all i mean we knew it was going to come somehow didn't know it was going to come in that exact method and immediate because you'd hope that he wasn't paying attention on his day off, that he was with his family, like he said he was going to be. Um, but you knew he'd have some reaction to it, so they'd have to know that he was going to be crushed by this. What a low moment for Mraz. Well, we're going to have Pat Boyle in for side B coming up here because I've got to ask him about cultivating, crafting the perfect Canadian bacon. Side B is coming up now. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. And after Bogues joined us in side A, now the man of the hour, Pat Boyle, who's filling in for Moraz this week as executive producer and then co-host with Bogues this upcoming summer Friday, which is very exciting. On Monday's show, he achieved the mythical 5 0 something nobody has ever achieved. Boyle, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it was a historic moment, I guess, to say the least. Are you reveling in your success, your achievement? Um... Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like it was like I felt like when I got a five, like I was going to be on top of the mountain, and maybe I just I, I put the bar that high for myself. I set so much expectation, so when I finally got it, it was okay. Got to do it again. So you weren't surprised at all. I was surprised Pete gave you the five. I was. I, I honestly, I was a little surprised. I thought that the writing when I got done with the one that got the four seven five from Sean. A couple weeks ago. It was like May 13th. Right. One when day, I've... Pete was out. Mraz was in with you. Mraz was entrusted to score you, and he gave you a 475. Yeah, and when I got done writing that, I printed it out, and I said, holy smokes, this is good. Like, really? I was really proud of it. And when I got done writing the one yesterday, I was like, okay, I got to – the delivery's got to be great. And, you know, it wasn't that the writing was bad. I just – you know when you write when I've when I've written some of these puns and I've written some of these jokes and words and and rhymes and how the words fall off each other, some of them I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. And yesterday I felt that about a couple of them, but overall I was like, I felt like it was missing that that last layer of pizzazz. So I was like, all right, I just have to deliver it really well. Um, but in truth, if I'm being completely honest, I do think a little bit of the five. I think it was a four five or maybe a four seven five. I do think the fact that uh, Sean was out, and he had gotten a 4.75. I think Pete 
the wheels were turning inside his head and felt a little bit compelled maybe to twist the knife and give that extra full oink. <laughs> so you think that maybe a 4-5 turned into a 5 or a 4-7-5 turned into a 5 because it was you instead of Mraz delivering it? Yep. Yeah. I, I think, uh, look, I, Pete and, and Pete Mraz, they got something going on that is, it's chemistry and it's inexplicable. The, the hatred they kind of have for each other at times. So I think that was that was the the opportunity Pete was looking for, and he, he got a pitch right down the middle, and he didn't miss. So was that part of maybe some of your muted celebration is that you feel like maybe it wasn't completely worthy of the five? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I was surprised. Because when he, when he played that last oink, you know, he, he made you wait on it. Totally. The cliffhanger. And when he hit it, honestly, at first, I thought it was the half. Like I thought it was four or five, and I was like, all right, pretty good. And then you were, wait, you you went, wait, did I just hear a fifth oink? And I'm looking at Pete, and he kind of froze. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, I was, like, waiting for him to say yes, and he didn't say it, and he drew it out. And then finally he goes, yes, that was a five. And I don't know, part of, part of me felt a little dirty. Part really? of me felt a little dirty. You know, I'm confident that it was good, I'm myself, I don't know if it was a five. You think you're four seven five. You did Pete give you a four seven five as well? No. Okay. He had only given me a four five before that, four point five. So you believe that the four seven five performance that Mraz scored was actually a better Canadian bacon than this perfect oink. Yep. Yeah. And that could and, and Sean even said it, and I think he said it very truthfully, that could have been a five if I didn't mess up. The, it was the first line I said. I think I said two game twos, and there were game ones. Right. And other than, he said, other than that, and there was one other thing that was nitpicking, but he was like, I, I honestly, it was, it was that close to a five. I thought that was a lot better than yesterday's. So that's where Mraz was very diplomatic, very professional, very gracious, and you were here doing Canadian bacon. He was scoring, and he really did give you a generous score, four seven five. There was a re- there was a real reason he couldn't give you a five, but it was a very honest scoring. Yesterday's response by Moraes was completely opposite that. Not professional, not diplomatic, aggressive, childish, immature. He goes on this whole screed during the show, and it definitely is not contrived because none of us are responding to him. We are doing the segment, and during the chat, during the segment, he's just constantly firing at us all these aggressive terms and curse words and vulgarity and anger. And he's just spewing it. And none of us are responding. The whole segment is done. The next segment goes by and nobody responded because like, whoa, that's a little too much. So how do you feel about Mraz scoring you so graciously? And then yesterday acting like such a toddler. I just, I think it shows how much he cares about the segment, about Canadian bacon, how passionate he is about it. And I think he wanted to get the five first. And I think he knew, he said, I took the bait. I listened. And he knew that there's only a, there's only a finite amount of Canadian bacons left, especially for me. I probably only have one more if I do it on Thursday. So he knew that one of these next two, Pete had the chance to give me the five. And he, he knew that, with the at the expense of the Rangers that I was going to take a lot of pride at being able to deliver the final blow to his favorite hockey team being eliminated. So the fact that the Rangers were out, 
I got to do Canadian Bacon, one of my last two of the year. He knew what he was in for. It was like torture. Like, he knew what was coming. Right? It was like, uh, what's that called? It was masochism. Yeah. He, he knew, I think he kind of knew what was in store. And he knew that there was an opportunity where if it was good enough, Pete was going to take it over the top and give me the five. <laughs> so when that happened, that's like, I think the only way I can describe that is when you're, you know something bad's going to happen or if you make a bet and you see your team blowing that bet, like if you had game one, the Warriors, and they're up by double digits, and you're just, for whatever reason, you're pessimistic that the Celtics were going to come back, and then you watch it happen, there's got to be a point where you have, to, you have to empty those thoughts. You have to empty those emotions. And Sean did that to you guys, which to you and Bogus was totally undeserved. It should have been just a separate text to just Pete himself. But I think Sean wanted to let you guys know how upset he was. So, yeah, again, we talked about this on the show. Um, it, it, it was muted for me. And then for, for Sean to do that, look, I don't mind. I think he had, if I'm being honest, I think he had a reason to be upset. I think he had a reason to be angry. But he could have been happy for you without thinking that he got screwed. Which is true. But that's, I'm not, like, that's Mraz. I'm not surprised. Well, do you think he's going to have to he owes Pete an apology because, I mean, he said some really mean things to Pete. Yeah, he said some mean things that... You can't take like, back. You, you, one, you can't take back. Two, a lot of those things, I don't know if you even say to a friend that I know. you're angry, let alone a co-worker. Yeah. So that was uh, that was some deep-rooted stuff there. I, I think the best thing is uh, we're going to have to see how it plays out on air next week with you guys on Monday, right? He'll be back. Yeah. have the full gang back on Monday. And I think we might have to have an airing of some grievances. I'm going to say it, and Pat's going to bleep this out, but Mraz called Pete a piece of <laughs> <laughs> that, a, a piece of that's not, That's not what you usually say to a friend, nor a coworker about something that happened at work, which is grading out a highlight segment with oinks. As childish as it is. I mean, come on. You can't call Pete a piece of <laughs> can't do it. You can't do that. <laughs> that encapsulates Mraz, though. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly him. He can't control himself. Can't. Feels that anger. He feels that emotion, and he's got to let it out. But why does he need to hijack the show? Why does he need to just unload on everybody during the show? Why? It's just it's just a hijack of the moment, and nobody's responding. So he's just constantly erupting and texting. Yeah, that's typing. Uh, I mean, again, it's I I don't know if it, I don't know if it made for good radio. Did it make for good radio? I didn't even read it on Monday and because I'm like, this is too much. Let's just focus on Canadian bacon and not. If Canadian, if Canadian bacon was at 7:20 or earlier in the show, maybe. maybe. But it happened at the end. They're right. It was a lot of things. You guys are trying to do the bacon bits, whatever we call the segment <laughs> right after. And he's in the in the meantime, you're reading it. And it's vibrate, vibrate, vibrate. Just messages from him, just blasting Pete and it's you ridiculous. guys. It's ridiculous. It was totally ridiculous. And somebody on Trash Tuesday called it a toddler tantrum. That's exactly what it was. It was a toddler tantrum. He just melted down. He couldn't. <laughs> Now, and I, and I think in turn, this probably ruins Mraz's chance of ever getting a five-oink from Pete. I think so. 
So he's just, it's just going to make him more angry in the future, knowing that even if he has a five-oink bacon, he ain't getting it. Shot himself in the foot. Got to play the long game sometimes. You really do. You got to play the long game. And he fired all of his bullets out of the chamber right there on Monday. <laughs> you got to bite your tongue. You have to bite your tongue. <laughs> Some of that stuff was, again, that's, you might not say that to a friend, let alone a coworker. Really aggressive. Really, really aggressive. I'll, I'll put it this way. I don't think Pete and Mraz have a relationship that is strong enough to warrant that and being like, ha ha, no big deal. Like, sorry, man, heat of the moment. I don't think they're on that type of common yeah. ground to yeah. where you can just like shrug that off. And if you get a, if you get a, somebody that wakes up on the wrong side of the bed on Monday between the two of them, that control room is going to be icy at 558. Eastern time. I do want to also just touch on sound check for Monday because you pulled a Shep clip where Anthony Pierno, who's usually a producer for a lot of different shows here, but was doing headlines. He does updates on weekends as well, was doing it during Shep's show. And then Shep was wrapping up at the end of the show and thanked AP Anthony Pierno by saying, you're a gentleman and a scholar and a dear friend, and I look forward to us doing this again soon or something like that. And Pierno responds with, my God, you're so weird or something <laughs> like that. Like, this is so this is so strange. It's also strange, too. Like, just given nowadays, like, people think that you know better to before saying certain things as well. Just to, you know, you think you'd be a better job at thinking before speaking. Um, it just, it, very, very odd, the whole situation. That's well said. And even though you think I'm odd, I think you're anything but. And I think you're a gentleman, a scholar, and a great friend. And it's a pleasure to have you on the airwaves with us. Obviously a pleasure to have Pat Boyle. And let's do this again sometime soon. Sound good for you? That was even stranger what you just said right now. You know, I can't win with this guy. You know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. So we played that. You were producing that show. Yes. So in real time, are you like, oh, that sound check on Monday? Yeah, absolutely. Without hesitation. Because <laughs> he did it. He did something similar. He said, you know, Shep is some very odd words to compliment Pierno and complimented him for saying that he's the Marvel guy or something like that. It was very weird. And it, that was at 7.20. And it's Sunday morning at 7.20. And I'm still kind of half awake. And I'm like, what is... What is he saying? <laughs> so after that, like 20 minutes went by, I was like, that could be a good sound check tomorrow <laughs> since I'm producing for DA this week. And then he did what he did in the last update of the show at 920. And I said, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that is the one. I didn't, even, I didn't even wait. I pulled that immediately. The 730 and, was good. The 930 was greatness. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we for anybody that didn't hear it, I mean. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Because also it's so softly spoken. Yes. That's what's I think, interesting. I think that's what makes all the Shep stuff so funny is because of the way he delivers. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It sounds like he's from New Orleans. <laughs> like the Creole, like very soft, but also sounds Southern, but he's not. <laughs> like he's from New York. He's from Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> AP, you're a gentleman and a scholar and a dear friend, and I look forward to us working together one day. He's like, you're so strange. I love he just he goes, and I know you think I know you think I'm odd. Yeah, but I think you're anything but. <laughs> yeah. I know you think I'm odd, but I think you're anything but. 
And you're a gentleman and a scholar and a dear friend. And I look forward to doing it in soon. What do you say? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, I feel like that should have been a, <laughs> should have been accompanied by, like, trying to kiss him. Like, that's, like, the, the great, like, the, the very end where, like, the guy who doesn't deserve the girl but goes for a shot anyway and then reaches out. Gets rejected. Yeah. AP pushes him away. Get out of here, <laughs> Shep. Ew. You read this all wrong. That was a great moment. And I just kind of, because he was, like, half glancing back at me, too, and Pierno, because he thanked me as well. And I'm just kind of, like, eyes. Just my eyes are over the computer screen because I don't want him to see my facial reaction. Literally just my eyes. <laughs> that was great. Well, that is the PGP for the week. As we make our way through the week, I'm sure more on the first ever perfect Canadian bacon will come to life. But, Pat Boyle, take your bows. You made history. I appreciate that. Yeah. And again, I, I want to, without a doubt, earn a five oink if the last one that I do for this year is on Thursday. So I'm going to be throwing everything I got at you guys, everything in the arsenal. Listen for Thursday mornings, Canadian bacon following game one of the Stanley Cup final. Pat Boyle wants to keep the five train going. This is the PGP. Thanks for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. We'll see you next week. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.